Good afternoon, everyone. You're welcome once again to Sportsline Show here on Scarab Bay Community Radio in association with Dirk Credit Union on the 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM and on the tuning app. And on today's show, it's predominantly hurling and camogie. What else could it be on Ireland weekend? And first up, we're going to talk to the manager of the Clare Junior Camogie team, uh, John Carmody, as they uh, take on Arme in the All Ireland semi final later on today in Ashburn in County Mead. Then we're going to be joined by our Kilkenny representative, uh, Adrian Ronan, who's going to talk to us about Kilkenny's uh, chances and uh, Limerick aspirations for the, for the All-Ireland final, the All-Ireland Senior Hurling final, which takes place tomorrow in Grove Park. And finally, we're going to get the view of a man who's done it all before on, uh, on off the field as a manager, winning All-Irelands. It's Galway Men, a man very good to us here uh, on Scarab Bacon Radio. It's Cyril Fell. And what a big weekend we have ahead uh, for, for Clare Camogie. You know, it's 12 months since that unfortunate semi-final lost to Antrim uh, by a point uh, after extra time. And I tell you, the time moves on very, very fast. And a man that knows how quick it goes better than most is the Clare junior manager and senior manager, giant manager of the Clare Camogie team as they take on our man later on today up in Ashburn in County Mead and in men very good to us here on Scarif Bay Community Radio. John Cameron, John, you're welcome once again. Thanks, Leo. John, I tell you, as I said there, time moves fast and, you know, who very few will forget that, that day or last year in the semi-final when Antrim pipped Clare by the, by the minimum. But, look, the clock has moved on and Clare are back in the same position again. Again, northern opposition, this time our mayor. And, John, a big challenge ahead again. Huge challenge, Leo. Look, as, um, you know, we would have talked all year about that defeat against Antrim, you know, heartbreaking, two periods of extra time, losing by a pint. And the goal all year was to get back to the all Ireland semi-final this year and, and take that next step. And we have that, that chance is presented to us uh, Saturday now against uh, Armagh above in Ashburton. So we are where we want to be. Um, again, tough draw. Antrim have been in the last three all Ireland finals. Our Ireland champions from 2021 saw, or sorry, 2020, they were beaten by Wexford by a point in 2021. So, uh, tough side of the draw, but I, we're happy with the draw. We feel uh, we prepared this, this group of girls are vitally important for Clare Camogie, and uh, we feel they're ready for that test on Saturday. But proof of the pudding will be at half three on Saturday afternoon. And, and John, in fairness, you know, during the, the campaign, and I suppose, you know, to be obvious, the championship is really starting now, but the one thing about for Clare Camogie is a lot of girls have got games through the championship. You've already won, won the league, which is going to which has been a great boost and, you know, really shorten the, 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 the winter or the, the spring training, I suppose, and give the girls a boost. You know, they should be not lacking in any confidence going into the, the game later on this evening. No, they won't. I mean, the, the, this group have had the benefit of being training with the seniors all year and the standards are high. And, and, and actually, this group is vitally, if we're like, you know, senior team this year, massive effort we got from them. But like bottom line is we need more players able to compete yeah, at the highest yeah. level. And uh, this is where these players are going to come out. Well, this junior team is vital. That link between underage and senior, get them ready, get them physically conditioned and, and ready for that higher pace and tempo hurling and you know this, this team uh, there's a lot of faith in them that we have a lot of 18, 19 year olds coming through this team and that's why Saturday is, is huge if we can just make this break to one Saturday get a clear team to Crow Park it'll be a huge shot in the arm for Clare Camogie 
Yeah, without without doubt, there's no doubt that, and, and I suppose John eventually at the end, the aim is to get up to a higher division and 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 really up the standards again and bridge that gap. You know, there is a gap there between the junior and the senior, and bridge that gap. And Claire uh, showed earlier in the year that that gap has closed considerably. Okay, the last to carry maybe in 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 the in the Munster semi final only barely. Do you know what I mean? So th- there's no doubt that the, that um, that gap has closed considerably. And these girls have come on a lot as the year progressed. Without a doubt, and and you know, and and, and it's it, it ultimately it's about hopefully five or six of these girls will will fly onto the senior panel next year. And um, the real gap for me is the gap between uh, the top four in 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 Camogie in general. You know, the Cops, yeah. the Galvez, the Kinnies, uh, uh, and the rest. And uh, like our senior team are probably hitting it up to sixth or seventh. You know, maybe even fifteen in the country now. Yeah, but uh, there's a need of an influx of youth and 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 blood and pace into that team. And I feel the players are in this squad that we have for Junior Camogie. And um, but but you know, uh, Saturday is a huge learning part of that learning process. If if we can get the win against Armagh and take that step to Cork Park, uh, it'll only be you know the confidence that girls will yeah. get from that. Um, they'll be really looking forward to hopefully a number of them putting on a Clare Senior jersey next year and I suppose John I suppose as you said you alluded said the Armagh challenge is going to be going to be huge and you you, 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 sig- you listed off their their achievements you know and they would they will have aspirations for an on an, an interims team you know last year of, of going that step further too they've been there or thereabouts they'll feel that maybe it is their time as well so it is all the ingredients of a real real intriguing championship clash yeah, it should be a cracker of a game, uh, Leo. They're, they're, they've had a lot of talented players. Uh, backbone by uh, Ginny Curry, Ginny O'Leary, the, you know, eight-time All-Star from Cork, who's yes. married up in our man now. She might be 39, 40 years of age, but she's lost none of her ability on the ball. She's a key, key player for them, and she'll take some watching. Um, we're going to come up against a, a very potent forward line on Saturday, and while we've defended superbly to date, um, we need that defence to be on their toes again, and um, you know we 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 our, our forwards equally have to, you know, hopefully match and better what our may have to offer. And looking, John, I don't know much about our may themselves. I remember when, as you said, they lose they played Wexford there a number of years ago. They lost by a pint. A physical team, John. They like to they like to mix it, but they also like to maybe run a, run a read kind of this northern side of carrying the ball. Yeah, that it. Look, physicality is guaranteed with the northern teams. They're, you know, they they bring a huge work rate and a huge um, commitment in the tackle. And but but we feel we we're ready for that now. Probably that's what maybe cost us against Antrim in the Ireland semi final last year. The intensity that Antrim played in the first half probably caught us off guard a bit. But like we know what's coming on. on yeah, yeah. We've experienced it in the league final against Antrim early on in the year, and and you know we experienced it against Cavan the last year. So. You know, we feel we're ready for we're ready. We hope we're ready for whatever comes our way on on, on Saturday. We'll have, we'll have to play it everywhere. And John, I suppose the the importance of that league win cannot be underestimated for all the various reasons. The boost, the shot in the arm it gave, and also the belief and of course the fact that they could mix it with Antrim. And you've beaten Antrim twice since the time they defeated in Dal Island final last year. So it's a kind of monkey after back time. So really, there should be no there is no fear from the girls or yourselves going in later on today. No, looking at them, you know, they're, they're, they're trained very well, Leo, the Cavan game now, and, um, you know, I, I think there's a focus there. Uh, we're not talking about, about uh, Cork Park, or we're not talking about All-Ireland Finals. We're talking about a massive performance on, on Saturday. We're going after 
our biggest performance of the year to date. And I think if we get that, everything else to fall into place. But you know, we, we've been trying to take the pressure off the girls and, and focus. They, you know, they're fit, they're hurling sharp, they're, they're playing well together. Um, there's girls not on our team, very talented players. So that 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 bodes well when you have a bench that strong. Uh, we have options as well. So you know, ho- hopefully on Saturday, um, you know that, that competition for places, everybody's performing at a high level. That that, that hopefully that, that we have enough to get over the line. Yeah, and I suppose before I, I turn to the other semi-final of Tipperary and and Roscommon, who Claire Roscommon, who defeat Claire, who defeats Roscommon earlier, a big boost last weekend. The under 16s getting to an All Ireland Shield final. You know, there is talent coming behind, John, which is badly needed to keep that conveyor belt going. Yeah, badly needed. I, I suppose Crook Park, in their wisdom or whatever, like, they've graded clear teams in the Shields competitions that both minor and under 16 um, this year passed. And, and that's, that's no, no reflection on management. They had no say in, in yeah. what grade they were playing. But it, it's actually a huge boost for the under 16 to be in the All-Ireland Shield final. And what it means is, is if they can win that competition, They'll be playing the the cup competition against the Corks and the Galways and the Arm uh, and the Kilkenny's in two years' time, and um, you know that's where you know I, I think if if Enton huge work going in at adult level now, um, the board really need to you know equip our underage mentors um, with with what's needed. You know, you look at the, the clergy and and how they've reinvigorated the development squads, and over a few years, it, it doesn't take long if, if, you're, if you're doing things right at development level. Correct. All Correct. of a sudden, a, compl- a conveyor belt of talent will come through. And um, you know, delighted for Paul Queen and his management team that the, the and hopefully, hopefully, while it's going around, it comes around and we can follow suit. Yeah, indeed, it can. It can be in pictures and look, look at to all Ireland's in the one one year we we're we're crying out for one and maybe we are in line for two and hopefully all going well in the one year. John, finally, you um, and before we get away from Camogie, Tipperary and Roscommon in the other side, you had a fairly facile victory yourselves over Roscommon. Maybe not one. Maybe lucky for themselves to be in the semi final, but. I suppose you alluded to you would expect Tipperary to get over this challenge and uh, I, I would I would Tipperary um, Tipperary or our man ourselves have been the three teams touted to win this competition since the start of the the, the championship and, and I would expect Tipperary to have too much uh, we played Tipperary twice last year and we beat them by two points on one occasion and drew with them on another occasion and they've added quality to that spot since last year so uh, from what I've seen of uh, Roscommon up close while they had a great win over Limerick in the quarter final I, I, I think I expect Tipperary to win and win comfortably and I suppose the, the uh, an added edge to that is that uh, former Scarif O'Gunnell manager David Sullivan is the manager of in charge of the Tipperary Junior team so it adds more intrigue to the pot again John well look at it I don't know David had time from a distance when he was with Scarif O'Gunnell I suppose might motivate David more than to motivate us <laughs> but uh, we'll worry about that on, on Sunday Sunday but there's no, no, doubt, no doubt about that and look we wish uh, yourselves and all the, the crew the management and the players all the very best to look later on John also there's a small matter this weekend of the scene I know look at this far from your thoughts at the moment but the small matter of the senior hurling championship starting up two games um Scarif against St. Joseph's and your own club Kilmaley taking on Bellier. Your thoughts on those games, John, as the we we enter the opening rounds? Uh, I guess um you know, I, I, Scarif particularly, um lots of young talents, lots of good work being done in that club. You know, Mac Rogers probably you know, is is in line to be nominated for young holder of the year in inter county level. What a talent. You know, Patrick Crotty, real star of the future. Um Keelan Hartigan, you know, I, I think, and, and a host of lads with under 21A medals in their pockets from earlier in the year. So, um, 
Scarfer coming team, lots of talent coming through, great lads over the team, Mac McKinnon, Donald Maloney. Um, you know, they'll really want a victory in this first round against St. Joseph's. St. Joseph's, on the other hand, were impressive last year in winning the the Clare Intermediate Championship, uh, beating Tulla, finished very strong in extra time to get over Tulla. Great win over the Kerry cha- Senior Champions then and lost narrowly to Monaline. So it, if St. Joseph's have uh, gained, you know, Looking at them back there last October, uh, November, uh, they look like a team that could contest the senior championship. There's been a change of management. Um, their form has been mixed in the Clare Cup. Uh, I, I tip Scarif slightly for that one, uh, but it should be a, a close, tight game. And uh, maybe at this stage, Scarif, their third or fourth year back up in senior ranks, Mac Rogers might be the difference. And I suppose, John, you know, you've been there, you said before, it is very, very important to win your first match in the senior, you know, get yourself off the start. If you lose, you're under pressure and St. Joseph out the week after or the weeks after again, which is, it was a tough match. It is important, John, to get over the line in round one. Oh, it's, it's massively, oh, because, the, you know, there are two different mindsets. If you win that first round, you're either bouncing coming into training on Tuesday night, but, you know, if you're, if you're losing that first round and you have Bellier, uh, Inic Lamona and Kilmele to come. Um, you know, it will, it will take a massive effort to turn that around. So, um, both both clubs will know the importance of this game. And uh, if, you, if you put those first two points on the board, you really are, you know, you're contesting the championship right to the last game. Yeah, and John, then turning from from to, to your own club, Kilmele taking on Belly, a real derby match up there, and there be no quarter rest they're given there. This is one that could, you know, Belly Curtin County Champion is one that could go either way, John. Again, yeah, it's a massive game for both because, um, you know, the loser, um, Aini Kilimone, to come, um, a young, fit, hungry Scarif team uh, in the mix as well. St. Joseph's, I think, are taking the second scalp along the line. So, you know, as a Kilmele man, the heart would hope that Kilmele would win it. Um, I know Brian Culbert and Conor McMahon and the management team um, have done a lot of work with this group of players. They've led the way, they've led injured. But um, I know they've trained hard, Um their early form, the Clare Cup was good, tapered off a bit at the end, but um, part of that may have been, I wasn't that close to the scene now, but they may have been hoping to time a championship run. So hopefully, um, I suppose Bellier have had, it might be a good time to get Bellier. Like they're, three, they're going for three in a row county champions. There's no one testing there. There's no one to question their pedigree, the championship team. They're an outstanding team. But maybe if you were an opposition manager, the first round might be the best chance of taking them. So yeah. uh, we'd be hoping that they can maybe might have a bit more done collectively and, and hopefully that, that they have an open the tank to to get over the line on Saturday. And I suppose, John, also a big boost to Conor Cleary and what a man, what an effort from that man to go out and play in an All-Ireland semi-final and I suppose that game would have brought him on a ton, I suppose, for, for, for the championship match for Kilmele as well. Yeah, without, without, I mean, he, you know, Brian Lohan gave him the task uh, back in another DJ Reid and I think he held DJ scoreless some play and so, you know, a, a huge boost for the locals to have, uh, have Connor. he's their county man like and um, to have him back in the mix uh, certainly, uh, he, you know, they, they'll need a big performance from Connor if they're going to be with Bellier coming down the closing stretch. Yeah, and I suppose you're you're, you're hoping for a Kilmele win and I suppose you're going to tip Kilmele to win also. Um, I suppose the head would say Bellier, <laughs> you know, um, uh, three in a row and outstanding, and they're an outstanding club, club championship team. Like, um, uh, you know, um, the Hart says Kilmele, um, 
So I go over the heart on this one. I, I'll, good I, man, I, I John. Be one against my own lads. Good man. And a good heart is hard to find, they say. But come here, John, <laughs> thanks a million for taking the time to talk to us here. We know you've got more important things on your mind. And look, safe journey and the very best look to uh, all in Clare Camogie. And hope we'll be looking forward to an all Ireland final in Club Park in a couple of weeks' time. John Carmody, as thanks always, very thanks very much for taking the time to talk to us. Thank you. You're listening to Sportsline on Scarlet Bay Community Radio. 88.3 and 92.7 in East Clare, around the world on scarifbayradio.com and on the TuneIn radio app. Sportsline is sponsored by Derg Credit Union. And once again, thanks to John Carmody for taking the time to talk to us. And now we move from an All-Ireland semi-final in Camogie to the real big one of the weekend. It's the All-Ireland Senior Hurling Championship Final between Limerick and Kilkenny and a man, no matter, better man to get his views, a man who's very good to us here on Scarif Bay Community Radio. It's Kilkenny man, a man who's won all Ireland's at all levels for Kilkenny. Adrian Ronan, you're welcome once again. Afternoon, boys. How are you going? Not too bad. Adrian, I tell you that 12 months ago, Kilkenny and Limerick, the, the year has come around very, very fast and we have the same two teams in the final again. That's right, but sure, as we said, uh, at semi-final, they could have went uh, either way and... and we know, and you know quite well, the Clare Kilkenny game could have went everywhere. Uh, anyway, um, I, as we mentioned before, uh, there was a lot of controversy maybe over some of the refereeing decisions and the Clare side, but certainly maybe the tactics uh, uh, on the day for Clare playing with the sweep were impossibly, as we know, the short puck outs uh, didn't help the Clare cause. But Kilkenny being Kilkenny, grinded out a result. A lot of lads did hurl well on the day. And as we said, we're in a final now. Um, we know, and, and ye know well, that I suppose a lot of people would say if Kilkenny, if Limerick and Clare were meeting each other, everyone would give Limerick a great chance. So if that's the case, we're trying to adopt the same attitude down here in Kilkenny. Well, then if Clare have a great chance, well, why don't we have a great chance? So we're giving ourselves a great chance, possibly, but we know we're up a very against, obviously, one of the top teams in the country, for sure, and maybe one of the top teams of all time if they pull off the four in a row. But um, look, we'll have a huge, we have a huge task, and everything will have to go out for Kilkenny. But I suppose Adrian, that it's one thing that Kilkenny really relish on is the, the bigger the challenge, the bigger you know, the better they play. And as you said, Limerick won for their four in a row. I think I might have alluded earlier in the interview five in a row, but Limerick won for four in a row. There's no doubt about it. They have they are one of the best teams that ever played the game. And look, and um, maybe people are saying the time they run to perfection. I suppose Galbeck probably capitulated maybe a small bit in the semi-final quite surprisingly and let Limerick have kind of a free run in the second half. Limerick, you know, just about got over Clare in the Munster final. They've, they've had a lot of tight games. Can they go back to the well again, Adrian? Because they're going to come in up again. Everyone knows what Kilkenny are going to bring physicality. They're not going, Kilkenny won't die until the, the bus is going out the road down, out, out away from Club Park. Can Limerick go to the well again on, on, on this occasion? Well, sure, look, all great teams, that'll be answered on the day, for sure. All great teams have that, I suppose, unique uh, way of winning things. And this Clare team, or this Limerick team, have that. Like, if you look back at it, there's a, probably a little bit undercurrent between this group of players, because we did beat them uh, in 2019 in that All-Ireland semi-final, and I suppose for that, they'll be going for five in a row. So, look, there is great respect between both counties. You see it last year after the All-Ireland, and after the celebrations. But Limerick... Whatever struggles they had and whatever issues they had in the Munster Championship seemed to, a lot of it came right against Galway, um, certainly in the second half, as we know, um, uh, against Galway. And they seemed to be coming back to themselves. So, look, 
in all, again, I, I wonder and I query about the Galway for team and, and the Galway performance this year. So we're hoping down here that maybe that maybe too many people are reading into that all Ireland semi-final and maybe Galway just hadn't the characters or the personalities to grind out a result. Where we do have those characters, we do have those personalities that can grind it out a result. No matter how poor we might be as a group, we're still a hard nut to crack. We're still a tough team to beat. And we have a great record in all Ireland as underdogs. Um, and you will look back in the history books for Kilkenny teams over the years when we've won as underdogs. We've grounded out these results. So look, we're hoping that that can continue. But again, I know I might be repeating myself, um, we will have to play very well. An awful lot will have to go right for us. Um, looking back on last year and on this year's league final, uh, last year's all Ireland final, we struggled on both on their puck outs and we struggled on our own puck outs. And that's massive in the modern game. We're going to have to come up with something fresh, something new, uh, and something maybe a few ways just to upset the, the Limerick uh, puck outs and, ups, and obviously tactically get that right, you know, because that's given away seven or eight scores based on statistics. So, again, the quarry that we have as Kilkenny people is what happened in the league final. We went into the league final just as an ordinary team, didn't produce massive results. But we went out as an ordinary team uh, in the league final. And, you know, for 20 minutes, we give Limerick plenty of it. But they just ate us alive in the second half and beat us at 11 points comfortably. Could have been 15 and more points. And, you know, there was no Willow Dunhill, no Declan Hannon, no Kyle Hayes. So that's a concern for Kilkenny, that league performance. We just wonder... Did we play poorly on the day and have we learned from that? So, look, that'll all be answered tomorrow. Yeah, and I suppose, Adrian, you're looking at Kilkenny and Kilkenny were defeated by Wexford in the Championship. Westmead defeated Wexford. It's a kind of a very topsy-turvy thing. You know, how can you go from, you know, being, maybe playing so poor and then to come, of course, obviously, they won, got through to the Leinster final, got over the line against um, Galway with a, 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 a great goal by Killian Buckley at the very end. And then they really come out and give their best, best performance of the year against Clare the Leicester. Yeah, well, look, again, I, I remarked on a few different forums. Again, the actual performance against Wexford was excellent. Uh, and I thought that brought us down, brought us on so much, that performance. We actually hurled so well. Yeah, we got beaten, but I just still go back to the history of the game, be at any level. You were backed into a corner like Wexford where everyone writing you off and everyone talking you down. I thought we couldn't and wouldn't and shouldn't have beaten Wexford. I thought we were always going to be under pressure. And we nearly pulled it off. And I thought that was a turning point for Kilkenny, even though we lost. We learnt more in defeat that day. And yes, we hurled reasonably well against Galway. Should have a Galway out of sight uh, when we were eight points up. We didn't. We allowed them back into it. And then we had to go to the well so, and get Killian Buckley to pull off a, a stunt. But certainly the Wexford performance uh, stood was no end, I think, as regards the group. Uh, and the individuals, and then look on the day in an All Ireland semi final. Look, we're we are we have a great history in All Ireland semi finals, and as we know on the day, and you know and Claire, you know we had the look on the day as well. And sometimes, if you look back on the on, on this Kilkenny team this year, yeah, a lot of people might say they've you know they've struggled, uh, pulled off a, a stunt against Galway, be, beaten by Wexford, as you rightly said, and uh, you know maybe had the look of the gods against Clare. Sometimes maybe your name is on the cup, and that's possible, but. Again, look, there's no taking from it. This Limerick team are obviously one of the best teams of all time. Certainly the best team of the last 
seven or eight years and you know nobody has found a real way of beating him in the championship and the record books uh, suggest that Kylie has a great record in finals as we know so look we're going to have to as we said uh, you know we're a lot of players the matchups are hugely important for Kenny we're going to have to get big results out of some of our existing forwards you know we've been dependent on Cody and and, uh, and um, TJ for a lot of our scores we need the other four forwards now to come up um, you know, and someone to play out of their skin like Hegarty did last year and score one three, one four, one five. We need that out of Billy Ryan, Donnelly, Tom Field and Adrian Mullen or someone. Now they're capable of it at different times during the year. They're capable of it and that's what'll have to happen in this all Ireland if we were to win it. Someone, as I said, is going to have to pull out a one four, one five performance. Someone out of the out of the group outside of Cody. Um look and the worry for I think for Limerick is Sean Finn. Cody has had a poor record against Sean Finn. Uh, in the last two or three meetings, there's no Sean Finn tomorrow, or there's no um, Sean Finn, and I think he's a huge loss to Limerick. And just Cody's in the form of his life the last couple of games, looking alive, livelier than ever, and that might be a telling factor. Sean Sean Finn's uh, uh, non-existence, yeah, and sure. we, we we don't, and we all know maybe Hannon mightn't play yet. You know, so look, there's you know it'll all depend on the day, as we said. Half three, twenty-five past three. When we know the team and we know what the matchups will be, so you know, I think Sean Finn is a huge loss. Definitely, when you see how good Cody is going, well, but we need one of those other four forwards, as I said, to pull a, a performance man of the match performance. And if he does, and if he is, hopefully it is a Kilkenny man. Well, then that gives us a great chance. And Adrian, I suppose looking at the Kilkenny team, they played Clare the Leicester. Do you expect any changes on the Kilkenny team, uh, or will do you think they'll go with the same fifteen? You know, maybe Wally Walsh, maybe will be pressing for the conclusion. Everyone saw the impact he had last year when he came on against Kyle Hayes. Um, with in terms of physicality, do you think he'll start or will 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 Derek Ling go with the the, the, the same fifteen to start again? Well, yeah. Well, the big concern is David Blanchfield. He has a collapsed lung and hasn't trained and has been at the doctors and has been in hospital and has uh, been written off by most. But the, the soundings coming out of Kilkenny is that he might and will be able to play because they're not playing down the injury. It's only uh, a collapsed lung. It's not uh, as, as serious as first thought, even though it sounds terribly serious. So, look, Blanchfield is massive to our plans as well because last year we couldn't handle Egerty. Uh, Blanchfield did reasonably well against them. Um, in the last 10 minutes in the All-Ireland final uh, did reasonably well for times in the league final um, and tactically um, I suppose when we do or go through our matchups he was the one that we had earmarked at the very beginning if we ever got a chance to play uh, Limerick that Blanchfield so Blanchfield's presence or non-presence is huge to Kilkenny because as I said we have to go to the well then to find out who we're going to start with Killian Buckley Parik Welsh Darren Corcoran and maybe uh, Connor Delaney, and they all have different attributes, but there some of them um, just might be on the wrong side of thirty. And there's a matter of Killian Buckley getting married today. Wally Welsh, as you mentioned, being his best man. So they have a busy Saturday today. They're all things that we don't need. Now they're serious operators, serious athletes. Getting married won't phase Killian Buckley one bit, or I don't think it'll phase uh, Wally. They're hugely experienced people. I'd like to see Wally starting. I think we do need his physical presence. And maybe Tom Phelan might lose out there, but Tom Phelan's acid coming on and has the speed and has the legs and he's hurling reasonably well. But yeah, you're dead right for that. Physicality alone, I think maybe this might be the time to start Wally uh, and hopefully that might be the case. I think we need that. But Blanchfield is massive to our plans um, and his presence or non-presence will be huge to what we can and what we should be able to do 
in Manmark and Hegarty. And I suppose also central to your plans will be TJ Reid again. You know, he didn't score from play at the last step, but he had a, a significant um, impact with, with freeze and I suppose his movement and he was around all, all over the field, I suppose. Would you maybe, maybe would, can he need more than the one goal to get over the line on this weekend? Without a doubt, look, to be fair to TJ, he's hurled well the last few games. He's coming back into form again. He's had a very long year with Ballyhale, as we know, and the Shamrocks. Um, had a brilliant game last year and last year's All-Ireland didn't play in the league final uh, and yet we were beaten comfortably by 10 points um, is he a 10 point man well look when he's, he's for me uh, he's certainly the best uh, free taker I've ever seen um, for me he's been obviously one of the top players of the modern game for Kenny in the last uh, 50 years when they talk about great players he'd be in that group so he's massive to our our, our, our cause on the edge of the square, he caused problems last year in the air for, for the Limerick full-back line when he ended up there. I think that's where we'll have to deploy him and try and pump in some high balls and test some of the, the Clare corner racks that might be comfortable in our high balls. And again, hopefully we get the breaks. But yeah, TJ, uh, as we said, look, 36 years of age, but we see what McManus did for Monaghan last weekend. You know, age doesn't really matter uh, when you have the talent and you have the brains that these guys have. So hopefully that will continue. But look, we can't keep going back to TJ, you know, at that age, this stage of his career. You, think, you would be thinking that um, this might be his last hurrah. But again, as I often say, watch out for Richie Hogan. Uh, he's back. He's 35. He mightn't have the speed, but he has the brains and he has a knack of scoring goals. And as I said, if we're to win it, that bench will matter. And I think that bench and a contribution from Richie Hogan. But look, it'll mean nothing to Kenny if they're not in the game with 20 minutes to go. If we're 10 points off at 20 minutes to go, you can, you can have who you like in the bench and you can have who you like in the sub. They're not going to turn a 10-point lead. But with 20 minutes to go and we're hanging in there four or five points and the bench that we have would give us a great chance. So hopefully with 20 minutes to go tomorrow, we're still in the game and then we can go to the bench and then we can maybe use that experience that the Parik Welches, the Buckleys, uh, the Wallys if he doesn't start and the Richie Hogan's. Yep, lads will say they're all along side of 30. But on a day like that, in the Ireland final, you just can't beat experience. There's no doubt about it. 20 minutes to go, we're still in it. Yeah, and expect, don't expect it. Uh, Adrian, we wish Kilkenny all the very best at, at look here. And I suppose here, from a clear point of view, we might we might be monstering, but I think there's a slight bias maybe towards Kilkenny on, 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 on this weekend. Adrian, um, this weekend, obviously, we lost a, a managerial casualty in Darry Egan, uh, going from Wexford. Were you surprised with that? Well, the general consensus leaving Wexford Park that day from the general public was while they were hugely disappointed to lose to Westmeath the previous week and to let a 17-point lead go, the general consensus was that the players that the players uh, were getting on well with the management team, were getting on well with uh, Darry Egan. But as we now know and we now hear and we know it's been leaked, the players uh, didn't have a problem with Darry Egan. It's just the county board and Wexford County Board made the decision above the players, it seems. That's the rumour coming out. So again, that that's probably a good thing we don't like. Uh, to have player power, player power, I suppose, is something that the GA don't really need and don't really want. So, yeah, look, when you got beaten by Westmeath, he was always under under pressure. But after the performance against Kilkenny, um, I thought that maybe the, the, the Wexford County Board might have seen, you know, that Darry Egan was going in the right direction after, you know, when he's backed, in, backed into a corner, yeah. they got a great result against us. But look, yeah, surprising, he's a good man. Um, but look, again, um, I suppose, look, again, 
travelling from uh, Tipperary uh, to Wexford isn't simple and isn't easy. But uh, look, the general consensus: a lot of Wexford, good hurling people in Wexford would would tell you that uh, there may not be enough personnel coming through the Wexford um, ranks um, underage structure. They've won one or two under twenty ones and have hurled reasonably well, but there mightn't be the talent coming through that uh, that they need to put pressure on the uh, other teams like Kenyan and Insular Challenge. And in in one in, in in two words, who do you think is the outside bet to be to be taken over as the manager? I presume Tom Mullally must be in the frame. The Kilkenny man, even though he's still uh, aligned to Carlo uh, Keith Russell, I suppose. Is there anyone else in the horizon that may be touted? The rumor again down here is Russell is a red hot favourite. You know he's a expert man, got on very well, and he's one of their own. So I expect Russell. Uh, as good as Malali is, and Malali is very well got in Wexford and has done very well in Wexford. Um, he's had a stint with underage teams, but no, I think they'll go back to the to the one of their own in the purple and gold. And I think Rossiter knows the underage system and has the respect of the older players. I'd expect Rossiter if he's interested. Yeah, indeed. Adrian, the time has caught up on us. It's good to talk to you again here on Scarif Bay Queen's Radio. And wish, wish you, as in your commentary tomorrow in KCL, are the, the very best. And, you know, we wish Kilkenny are the very best to look. And we'll see, will Lee McCarthy be resting down back north side again tomorrow evening? As always, Adrian, good to talk to you. And thanks a million. Thanks a million, boys. Thank you very much. Bye bye. And now we're going to get an independent view on the, on the final and on, on tomorrow in the All-Ireland Hurling final. And no better man uh, to get the view of a man that has done it all before um, as a manager, not once but twice. Um, man well known to everybody here in East Clare. And, and a, a, a great man to help us out here on Scarif Bay Queen's Radio. It's uh, Galway man Cyril Fell. Cyril, you're welcome once again. Pleasure is mine, Leo. Cyril, I suppose we're talking about the last Sunday in July I've, I, and, and I had to write it down because normally I'm saying we're at the first Sunday in, in, in September and it, it's very hard to get away from that but the second last Sunday in July or last Sunday in July and we're at our Ireland Hurling final time kind of deja vu same two teams again Limerick and Kilkenny what's your, what's your thoughts regarding the game tomorrow? Well, sort of promises Leo promises to be a great game because like uh there are probably two leading teams that are okay, like uh, Limerick would have a harder campaign in months than, than, than Kilkenny and Linster. So, like, uh, you know, they're, they're well prepared, but Kilkenny would have been living for this game the year of last year where they ran, uh, ran Limerick to two points. Now, they have to be careful because, like, even though it was two points in a last year, I felt the scoreline didn't do justice to Limerick last year because Kilkenny fight back. But, Leo, you know what you want to get from Kilkenny? They die with their boots on. You're never going to get over them easy. And they have this inner self-belief that every year, they're capable of winning all Ireland. It isn't Heath, which is kind of win, whereas most of the other teams like, are, are kind of open. Now, Limerick are on a high. Like, you know, they're, they're a fantastic team. And, uh, you know, like, if they can win this night, they'll they're, they're be the greatest team ever. Like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great place for them to be. They're coming, they're coming right at the right time. Yeah, and indeed, there's no several. You you alluded to the point there. You know, to be one of they're probably one of the great. They are one of the greatest teams of all the time. There's no doubt that. And of course, if they pull it off tomorrow, they'll they'll have five in a row. It'll be a tremendous achievement. Ah, uh, yeah, like and through your 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 own county Clare are under the spite as anyone, and that Limerick were kind of half delighted that that Clare didn't get through because like whatever it is in Clare and Limerick, the farm goes out the window, and like uh, it's anyone's game. Like, yeah.
which is frightening to see from a Galway point of view. Yeah, and there's no doubt about and Spiro, as you alluded to the point there about um, and Claire did die with her boots on and look at hopefully everyone and it looks look very much like that Brian Lohan is going to stay on and that all the players are, are, are staying on and going to give it another go and hopefully he'll boost up the panel or whatever. But Claire were able to last the seventy minutes and it seems to be a problem with other counties still and you alluded to that fair there that they just don't seem to be able to get get the full seventy minutes out of them. Yeah, and I suppose Cyril, you're looking at, at Limerick, and you know they 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 have a lot of mileage clocked up over the last number of years. Okay, they have a, a, a brilliant panel. Okay, they're down Sean Finn. More than likely, Declan Hennan, the captain, will be back uh, to to add even more resolve to their team tomorrow. And you know, as you said, even in the the Munster final and in some of the games in the Munster championship, they were kind of falling back, kind of going on a defensive mode. The last day against Galway. It was completely the other way. They were in completely attack mode uh, from just before half time, and they finished out. I was no, as you said, Galway kind of compounded their own problems by uh, going flat. But Limerick, it was better. Limerick were getting at the right time, and you know, I'm not too sure who's the sitting condition is it Mikey Kylie or whoever is in there. But it just seems that to have uh, time their run to absolute perfection. Yeah, well, a lot of time with the strength and condition. You, know, you have to realize sometimes less is more. If you know what I mean. That can be hard to get into that. Says that the feet, if they're not lifting the big weights, if they're not pushing themselves to the limit, like you, you can't leave it all on the, on the training ground. And there's no doubt about it. Like, uh, like the, with three opponents at half time or five power up or six fights, but at the half time, they just kind of fell away in the second half. They hardly came out at all. That was the frightening thing. And like, you know what Limerick are going to give you? Like, they're a strong physical team. They're good hoarders, they're all on the edge, but they come. But whatever about get carried off of it and hopefully not things off. You can't afford to stand off. And like, how we did that like for 35 40 minutes and we're steamrolling. Now, I can guarantee you, that's the one thing Kilkenny will not do. They will face up one to one and they'll make it an individual battle all over the pitch. And they'll try to bind out. That's what they're good at, like they have good powers. And there's a Mikey Buffett there, cornerback. He's saying to the boys at home, if he was in Galway, he probably would be on the panel because the figure he's too small and he hits the horror left and the top. He's not a the they have, they have a lot of grasp and you need that in the modern game 
Yeah, and I suppose looking at, at Limerick tomorrow, and I suppose looking at Kinney in terms of of men to men, you'd say Limerick should win the game quite convincingly. But of course, we all know with the Cats and their nine lives that to death for, couldn't be further from the truth. Um, what way do you think Kilkenny will will what way do you think the matchups will go? Or where are the real you know, obviously Gillane is the main danger man for Limerick and probably player of the year territory at at, the, at this moment in time. What way do you think the matchups will uh, fix up uh, well, still? You'll probably find you'll probably find that Mikey Buster might stick might, might stick to Gillane, you know. But you see you look at the, the Limerick set up here, they don't go man, like they go man to man, but they let the system, for example, say in clear it wasn't an all-out matter in Tony Kenny. They let their system deal with the with the individual problem. They, they back their system. And why wouldn't they win their win on it? They're kind of playing zone as the whole time. Now, Kilkenny will man up. There's no doubt about that. They'll pick their man and they'll, they'll map one to one. And what I'm looking forward to is I, I, I assume that Kilkenny will move up on the Limerick for out. Because if they don't, great pocket to one. They need to play four in the full backline to get a shot. And then they're very good at working with 30 or 40 yards at big passes. And they're safety but if you can half that personally, uh, the second one is vital. That's why I think Kilkenny will attack uh, Limerick. There's any chance they have to kind of push up, put the pressure on, press off the physical of a, a football team, put, put the press on them for the puck out, and don't let them have a handy puck out. Because if you do, they're going to set up and they love that if they're trying to do you might stop one, but you won't stop three to come. That's why I expect Kilkenny to do it. They'll make it a war from the very start. Yeah, and I suppose you're looking then, um, Cyril, at De- Declan Hennon, the captain, and what a player he is, and he's probably playing better Holland this year. Okay, he's he's bereft with injuries, but um, do you expect him to start tomorrow at centre back and Kyle Hayes or whoever, uh, or uh, William O'Donnell, who go back out to the middle of the field? Yeah, I think it's Declan is fit, and there's rumours that he is. If he starts centre back, we don't know on midfield, and it's the most, you know, probably David Reading probably lose out. But right, they have that. They have other players on the sideline, like, you know, there's a Cochrane very good, didn't get much run the last day. But he is good. But these, like when the team is going well, the uh, all the subs look good. They look good now. But if we say to you, well, the second best team when Kilkenny were going well was their subs. Like but that, that's an easy thing to say until you lose the top players. And then you'll find out how good the lads are picking up. Usually doesn't work out that way. They have some very good fellas coming through uh, their underage system. But this this is their golden age. I know a lot of the Limerick, they're the older guys, and they, can't, they have to pinch themselves to think they're going for so many all Ireland. Like if just Cork was doing this for Chipper Kilkenny, you kind of have to expect it, but not, not Limerick, because they're one of the ones like ourselves, and not one here or there. Clare one or Limerick are one or Galway. You kind of really wanted to keep it going for 10 or 15 years, but these guys have done something different. But they have a great setup, they're well managed. They lack nothing, Leo, behind the scenes. They've pumped into them, they're, they have them, they're minded, like, and uh, they want for nothing, really. And looking at, at, at Kilkenny, uh, Cyril, and you made the point there that even though there was only two points or three points in it in last year's final, it felt like an awful lot more than that being at, being at the game. And look, at, you said Kilkenny have to be brave. Do they have the manpower to be brave? Obviously, there's a rumour that David Blanchfield is going to be out at half-back. Is TJ Reid going to have the same effect as he as he normally as he has in other games? Now, obviously, he's free-taken. He's simply... Um, has he the same effect anymore in, 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 in game terms? Well, the only thing is, the last day against Clare, he was like young, like going around there, where you think he never won anything like he was so keen, keyed up. For. But that's when things were going well, like, you know, and they got a very virtuous goal to get, like, to, you know, like, nine, nine times out of ten to save that, that, that Montreal got off, like, from, from Peter Duggan. Like, not alone did they hit the cross where he came back out, and then they went to a Kilkenny lad. Like, usually, like, that way could go into the net, could go over the bar, or it could go back out to a Clare lad, which it didn't. So that's the fortunes of all, this tight call. But like Kilkenny, yeah, Blanchfield will be a big loss, uh, you know, because he's, he's he's strong, 
He plays his own kind of a game, typical Kilkenny wing back, does his own type of hurling, strong and kind of uh, tight marker, but very, very good in the air. Now, they'll, they'll probably start Killian Buckley, and while he's a nice hurler, he's not as strong nor as physical as Lansfield at this, at this stage of his career. And of course, he's, get, he's getting married later on today as well. Uh, Cyril, Kilkenny and Limerick met in the league final back in Parky Creeve back at... I don't know how many months you can back to before before the I suppose it was in late, early April there or late middle of April and on the day Kil- Kilkenny started off well but Limerick gave him a, a fair trim and towards the end. Do you think Kilkenny will have learned? Yeah. Do you think Kilkenny will have learned uh, enough from this game or I suppose is it just this um, game has to be on its own merits? Yeah, I said it's on its own merits. There's no one directly like I saw them early on like in the league and in the West Cup and that sort or chip around. But like everything else, typical Kilkenny people forget that we are. They're saying like the league doesn't count and all this, but like look at the two teams that are in it. They're now in the All Ireland final. They've won the Munster title. They've won the Leinster title. So there's no harm at all to be playing these games, even if you're not fully fit, because others are at the same level as you like. It's still all about winning. No one Derek Ling, they try to win every game, but they were learning as well, like about kind of who was going to do the kind of hard graft because that's the kind of a given Kilkenny. Like they have the like you see Walter Welsh she was running against all that caught a ball and ran through the defence like you know more. At his age down in Galway anyway, they've been cleared to be retired. Richie Hogan, you know, even Killian Puppy, Sir God Almighty, they're around a long time and done a lot of hurling, but they're still willing to put in the effort for the, for the cause. Unless there's someone injured, they won't be starting. Or they might be coming on. And the only time they're coming on, Leo really is history. It's a willing way they won't be coming on. You know what I mean? So yeah. they're, 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 willing, they're willing to do that for the jersey. The jersey still counts a lot. And if they could win this one, the more, we call them the older guys or the more mature guys. That, that would be the greatest one they ever won. That's what that's the way they look at it. And I suppose you know you you said about the mentor of Derek Ling about working hard, and he's you know fallen on from the the, the the great master himself from Brian Cody. But it may be different manager uh, Cyril, but same principles apply. Gosh, listen, he was tutored by Cody. Look, Cody brought on his team from the intermediate team. He had him for years. He brought him in as director. He groomed them to see who put him in under twenty one manager under twenty like. He's a Cody clone, like you know what I mean. They weren't one of the picky guy that, that that we call it. That the professor didn't want. He knew what he was at, like, and even uh, the same principles around themselves with good hurling lads, like. But like this, this is their biggest. This is the biggest side. I've been there last year. So who's going to lose again this one? Like, you know, they're back in the same position. The only one winner, like, uh, on on the evening, like, as you know, Leo, winner takes it all. There's no doubt about that, Cyril. Um. I, I presume you, you're, you're probably you said earlier on there that it's Limerick to lose. Do you expect Limerick to be on top uh, come um, five o'clock tomorrow evening? I would, yeah, I expect them to win. Now, look, it would be no surprise that on if Kilkenny can win because, as you know, if you only want to be out of Crow Park and the final with on for ten minutes, probably be sure of beating them, especially from Galway. But like uh, that's that's the kind of the, the the say they have nine lives. I think they have ninety nine lives as far as I'm concerned. But like they're hard to beat. They're very hard to beat. And Kilkenny, or Limerick, and all that too. But Limerick. And to be fair, they're good in the air, they're strong, they, they play their system, you know, they walk the ball through the line, they'll, they'll score from outside, they might even have a crack at a goal. Like, you know, they'll be quite content to bang away from outside. And they'll, they'll be very, like, to play on the edge because they're a big, strong team. Okay, Kenny do the very same. And I suppose, like, you'd like to see uh, uh, Keenan, that he's having his speed, but I think he's retiring after the final. And, like, in the Munster final there, he let it flow. Probably do the same thing again, and if he does like and able to, and able to control it as well, we're a fantastic game. Like this, he won't be worried about what, what the press is about. He's, he's, I think he's, he's, he's hanging up his 
Oh, he's hanging up his whistle. Yeah, he's hanging up. And uh, look, in fairness to him, we have to think about him tomorrow as well. And uh, look, it is a great, a great achievement for John Keenan. And in fairness, he has been one of the top refs in the country for a number of years. And in fairness, a well-deserved merited award for him to get the All Ireland final, and which is his last inter-county appearance. Oh yeah, like he, he kind of referees with a bit of common sense, which is you know, which which is most all referees are kind of following the rule book at the time. The rule book can while it while it be a rule, you have to still have to kind of he's there to read the hurling game, which is a big which is a big like as you know, you can't keep going up and down the field. That ball goes wide, you run into the twenty one or fourteen yard line, you won't be out to the other sixty five in five seconds or three. There's no way I know they have their tests and all the rest. There's no way like so it, it, the lad is there to read the game and use use his head like, you know, and if hope like no one likes going and get the off and all Ireland find now, okay, lad can do the school, but by 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 and large no one wants to see that because you want the best team winning and you want you want the 15 on the pitch and finish the whoever starts or whatever 15 is there you want to finish it as well yeah we wish John Keenan and his team uh, all, all the very best to look in that Cyril you're all, you're, you know as the championship comes to a close your overall thoughts on the championship as a whole I should have most of the campaign was fantastic like uh, I keep saying in God we're in a privileged position being in Leicester because all due respect to the teams in Leicester that aren't that strong but you look at Munster you look at Cork this year like if they got another score two against Limerick I don't know Limerick qualify but I'm just saying they have a lot of talent didn't get through Waterford the first day out rattled Limerick suppose they won the first day it just so what had happened Clare again very 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 unlucky it's like they were in the game as the years between themselves and Limerick and between themselves and Kilkenny you know didn't get the bounce of the ball any day like it's hard but no one them and no one by no one Sean Trace and these guys they'll be back again Okay, it can be a long winter, but you don't feel it going around, John. It's a small thing, Leo. You could often say, like, what changes? It could be some personnel thing or a small break here there can change the whole season. You just, you just never know. But, like, it, it was a great... The Munster campaign lit up the Hurling campaign. Like, we had two good football matches the weekend. I'll talk about fair play, but there were only two we had. But, like, with, with the Munster Championship, it was ding-dong every day. You didn't know how it was going to happen. Like, Tip came with great expectations. Like, and kind of, you know, faded away. Watford never really got home and showed like the good last one. But you look at the other three, Limerick, uh, Clare and Cork, like there's a the, the ball between them. On a given day, whoever clicks is going to win. You know what I mean? Now, Limerick have held the edge, but it's, it's getting tighter and tighter and tighter. Knowing some of the players, they will tell you that themselves. Like. Yeah, and indeed, can we, however, we've had a, a managerial casualty during the week uh, where Wexford have decided not to renew the tenure of uh, Tipperary men, Darry Egan. Were you surprised at that decision, Cyril, or was it something? Well, you see, he had a hard campaign. Yeah, like, uh, you know, I, I know, I know, from me, I kind of said the horror kind of watched when I talked to Big Chips on. But, like, you don't know what the ins in and outs were for there. But, like, as you know, like, you know, when a new lad comes in, you kind of start all over again. And, like, you know, even in God's moment, like, I'd be hoping that Henry stays on and does his final year at least. Cause like I know it's a long journey, but like he, he, like he'd be disappointed the way they played uh, the last day. But there's a lot more in them. And like going now, like you want to, you're going to disrupt the whole lot again. It's, it's easy off get rid of, well not easy get rid of manager. You have to get another lad in. But then the lot of the lad that comes in, he's going to be shuffled the back again. Yeah. Like most, like most, of, most of the panels in Galway or Clare, there isn't too many outside the panel that, that shouldn't be in there. Maybe one or two, but. It's a big ass to ask you that in the first year through the panel. It takes a while. It takes a while to make, maybe on the panel for two years before you actually make, feel comfortable on the team. And it's kind of like you start all over again. You'll find usually that the winning team is the one that's kind of, uh, you know, kind of there for bedded in. Now, okay, Ling is in the final, first year in, but like he came from the under 20s and he inherited a team 
that was in the final last yeah. match, which is the same player. It's the same player as really. There's one little new lad, all right, young Brennan. He's keeping him quiet. But you could see him popping in sometime, I'd say, in, in the final. He's, he's kind of the he's, he's, he's kind of the joker in the back. Yeah, and I, and I suppose, as you say, a joke on the pack, and I suppose, Cyril, going back to the match itself tomorrow, someone could come out of the pack, someone unusual, and could be a match winner. You just, it could happen, it can happen on any given day. Yeah, well, like, as you know yourself, as you always do, it's like, there are Tom Buckley, look, he's playing great, so it could be someone else. I, I think Peter Casey's a great forward as well, even though uh, Limerick have played him kind of out, out fair, but 35, 45 yards out. And, like, Leo know him from college, he's deadly inside, but they don't. They have uh, Flanagan and, and, and Gillan inside, so they put him out deeper, but he's way more effective inside and he's a dangerous he's a dangerous forward, like very little more than Tom Morris is having a great a great year, like and kind of an un, un, an unsung hero in, in, in Limerick really is he's getting sports like for going over the shoulder. You know these ones that Charlie can do is look up at them like but you know, it doesn't get all the credit he deserves at the time, but you know you, you just uh, Hegarty could come back to form. Keen Lynch Gillespie was coming back to form yeah. as, 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 as the kind of game went on. I still expect him to get through. Like, now, can Ginny have some of the top forwards of the game? You know, young Cody, great player. Great, great player. Very hard to mark. He gets stronger by the day. Mullen, Mullen, another great player. You know, and didn't have the lads doing the donkey work. He loves his smart and Johan. I saw him playing college. I thought he'd be certainly for wing back, centre back to the Kilkenny team. Yes, I'd see him up front to hold them. For, it's for his kind of work rate rather than anything else but like to me that moment anyway to me like I you're dead right it's for his work rate and that he would have been predominantly known as a backman in his earlier time you okay, know like, yeah. he, like his yeah. father but look at he adds that piece of, and he was injured going into Leicester so that game would have brought him on as well oh it's true yeah and like you have, you have Farrick Welsh coming on and these guys you know like they're, they're, they, you know they're, they're card grafters and they know what to do and they know how to tackle I expect that I, I'm looking forward to the tackle because, I, like, uh, you know, Kyle Hayes got a ball win back against Galway and he took off up the field. I wouldn't mind the last ball on that catch because Kyle is very fast. But he bypassed midfield. He went bypass the, the half-back line. He went by the full-back and then came in on the touchline and scoops it over the bar and not one player touched him. Shouldn't the name of God and I guarantee you, if he tries that, and he will, against against Kinney, he definitely put out over the, out on the sideline from a lad going on the side to put his body on the line. They just can't let them kind of walk through it. I don't expect to see that in front of I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, look, we look forward to a, a, a classic game. It could be a physical game. You know, they can play it either way. The two best teams in the country at the moment. And as I said, we look forward to the to the contest with Relish. One last question for you, Cyril. And I know it goes down to tomorrow. Tomorrow is a week, say. Your player of the year going into the final. Well, I suppose that I'll be looking at, at, at Gillian, the way he's playing, like, you know, and he's, he's getting the goals. But to me, I, I fair so far the year, I think overall the year would be would be Tom Morrison. But he doesn't seem to be kind of getting the... The credit you know, he the deserves. Big, the yeah. Right. yeah, like, you know, like, Gordon's all these guys are playing well. Tony Leo, some lads can get great credit and more lads, you know, can do, like, he does a lot of the donkey work, but he's great in the air, gets inspiration at the so lately, you know, maybe he's carrying a bit of an issue to take him off. But like to me, like he's, he's a top class player. I, I I still think he could rattle. Now look, the player of the year is going to go for the Ireland final. Whoever wins it, like if if Kilkenny win it, and if he has a bit of a game, he's going to find Cody or someone like that, or even Mullen yeah. or someone someone like that could you know step up and win it because the, the usual it comes from the winner. That's that's the usual thing. Cyril, 
as always, it's good to hear your views here on, on the championship and thanks for taking the time to talk to us once again here on Scarif Bay Queen's Radio. And as you said, we're looking forward to Belton and Crow Park tomorrow and may the best team win. That's it. That's it. Bye, Leo. Thanks, Earl. God bless. And that concludes our sports and show here today on Scarif Bay Queen's Radio in association with their credit union on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM and on the tuning app. My thanks to our guests, John Carmody, Adrian Ronan and Cyril Farrell. Thanks to Jim Collins on the production side who kept the thing ting, ticking over here for us. Thanks very much to you for listening. And we hope you enjoyed the show and that hopefully you will join us later on at 4 o'clock from Dr. Daly Park as Scarif embark on their Senior Hurling Ch- Championship campaign for 2023 when they take on St. Joseph's. And we look forward to your company on that occasion. And all that remains for me now at this moment is in Leo Dial. Until we meet later on, it's Bannock Day, August Lawn.